What's up, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of H2W, Zoomers Take on Fire. I'm Derek, here with Andrew and Kevin, and on this episode, we're going to go over why we think you should have more than one credit card. And um, this was a new idea for me, because I'm kind of new to this space, but we'll be kind of discussing what are the benefits of this topic called credit card churning. And so join us after the break to learn more. All right, welcome back. Um, I don't know, just reflecting on my intros. It sounds so formal. <laughs> I feel like I should have more informal intros, but um, no, we wanted to make this episode because we feel that like it's along the topic of finances and especially like as we're reaching our financial goals and trying to push towards that, um, there are many different ways you can do, like many different things you can do outside of just general traditional investing that can kind of help you save money in areas or help kind of affect your life in in many different ways and one of those ways um was like credit card training and i remember talking to kevin about this a long time ago um because he was like oh you should get like you should sign up for this new credit card uh, because they have like a really good like sign up bonus and i was like well i don't I already have a credit card like there's no need to like really get another credit card um and then the thing that brought me on board and like got interesting was like kevin was like yeah but then like you can like travel for free and all this stuff and like you just get all these points and I just, I just remember thinking to myself back then, like those ideas of like, like, oh, like there's always a catch to like, if you're going to travel for free or those points, like they're probably going to expire like after a year if you don't use them or something like that. Um, and just kind of working through those details. And so I think for this episode, it's going to probably pass this off to Kevin and Andrew and mm -hmm. just kind of introduce this idea of, I guess, why should someone have more than one credit card? Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple reasons why someone might want to have, might want to have more than one credit card. So one reason is that each credit card has different spend categories. So if you spend for like restaurants a lot, you might want to buy or use a credit card that will give you more points or more like cash back on those uh, spends. So like for restaurant spends, some gives you up, give you up to like four times back. Uh -huh. Like the there's gold from the Amex line that gives you four X back. I don't know, it's probably different for Canada, but for the US it's four X. Whereas like Chase will give you three X. And then, I mean, in your mind, maybe one point, it's like not too big of a difference, but mm -hmm. it kind of goes a long way when we start to talk about how to use those points in the best way to like book travel, to get like, to pay you back for certain things. Like during the pandemic, one of the wild things that Chase did was allowed you to use like the 1.5 X multiplier that they kept specifically for travel mm -hmm. on like everyday expenses. Mm. So people were using points to pay for like food for a while because like they, I mean, people weren't traveling and then mm -hmm. like some people were lose like out of their job. So then they were able to use the points that they accumulated back on like everyday necessities. Wow. So it has a lot of benefits and that's just one of them. The other benefit is that having a higher credit limit allows you to spend more freely. It doesn't mean you should spend <laughs> unwisely, <laughs> but... It'll let you spend a little more freely so that you know like when you're spending a lot of money for some reason like a big medical expense or a big like home House renovation yeah. yeah you don't have to worry about your credit score taking a hit because your credit utilization goes up and you can spread maybe that cost across different cards right if you have yeah. multiple cards because like also like certain credit cards have a set limit right some people if they only have one credit card since like college right mm -hmm. you're looking at like credit limit between three to five k Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you're applying for new credit cards when you're getting a new job or if you start making more money, they're going to ask for how much you make at that moment. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to give you a credit limit Based associated with that. that. Yeah. 
and then you're gonna have a lot more room to spend and just be able to like not kind of worry about it and have to resort to your debit card or using cash today yeah and then that's the other benefit so that's the other benefit of credit cards uh credit cards allow you to pay it back a month later without any fees mm -hmm. so it allows you kind of delay things by a month so right. now you're, you're working with two paychecks instead of just one paycheck this still doesn't mean you should spend too much like you shouldn't be spending all your paycheck but you're gonna you have more time to spend or to pay it back mm -hmm. and that allows you to do the things that we talk about on the podcast all the time invest more mm -hmm. uh, do do things with your money so it works for you rather than you having to work for your money right oh is that not the case for like a debit card like a debit card you have to pay like every two weeks no a debit card just takes money out of your oh, bank account directly oh, yeah, right. yeah so yeah, this yeah. is the better option where you need yeah. with kind of with yeah defer that until like yeah the month. right okay nice and that's one of the drawbacks of amex actually so amex they have something called a charge card so I don't, I don't know if they've changed that, but I think the platinum is the charge card still, right? Mm -hmm. I think the gold and the platinum is yeah. a charge card. So gold and platinum on the Amex line, you would have to pay it back the month of. So if you have anything, so you know how you, there's like a payment due date? Uh -huh. Usually you can pay it back by the due date of that payment, right? So it's usually like a, a month after the spend. Yeah, like your, your, your statement closes after right. a month. But yeah. then you have like basically a, like couple, yeah. three more weeks right. until you have to pay it off. Right. So like you spent like for example, this month's April. So we'll do from April first to April thirtieth. Uh huh. Everything you spent there it can they're used they will like accumulate it and mm -hmm. they're like okay this is your payment for like on May whatever. Uh huh. Right. So that's nice. Whereas with Amex, everything you spend in April you have to pay it back. So your your balance needs to end at zero by April thirtieth. Oh, uh, before May first. Yeah. Or I think it's, it's, it's like May 1st, but yeah, 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 yeah. same concept, yeah. Yeah. So, so you, just paying a little bit earlier, I guess. Oh, it's a lot. It's like a month earlier. <laughs> well, do they do they like notify you that you need to pay or is it like they're just, that's just kind of get you because you forget? Well, the idea of a charge card is it's that it's more that you're using it as a way to, um, in, in some sense, you're using it like a debit card. Uh-huh. Um, so sometimes like the approval for like uh, uh, getting a charge card or using one is determined on like like Kevin mentioned earlier like income and stuff. But um, one of the kind of the benefits of uh, um, a charge card is that there's no limit as to how much you can spend. So there's no credit limit since you're not buying on credit. Um, and so the way that the I guess the card is set up is a bit different. Uh, and it's also like Kevin mentioned, if you don't pay it back um, in that time frame they give you, then you're actually, I think the interest rate is like enormous. It's like, I think oh, yeah, maybe 50% or something, oh. something ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, to be honest, like currently with the, my credit card, like habits, I've been paying it back as soon as my statement closes, like as Ooh, soon as it's ready. Really? Yeah. We're like, so are you getting like a payment at the end? So like, is it saying that you need to pay this much by a specific due date, or is that your your statement's always zero? So oh oh, I and and when I when I say when I pay off my credit card, I pay off everything. Right. right like but, I, I bring that yeah. statement back to zero, like my balance back to zero. So do you have any bills at the end? Like, is there any like? So so like for example, like for this period, like around this time is when I set all my card statements to end. Yeah. And so they they close the statement off from like that whole month period. Uh -huh. Um. And then they usually say like, 
oh, I need to pay like a certain amount at least by this due date. Yeah. Um, but I usually say I'll pay the full amount like yeah. of all that I owe, and I usually pay directly the day after my my statement closes. Yep, that's right. So I'm already kind of acting as if I have a charge card. No, 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 no. no. Oh, so, so what's different, different for the charge card? So if you if you wait till that end date and you haven't paid it back, uh-huh. then you're collecting interest on a charge card. But usually I don't. Same, <coughs> but that's the same thing with a normal credit card, no? So I, a I think credit card, you so have time until the payment due date. So I think we're going down into like the like the detail. Yeah, but I think overall, my, my understanding of it, because I have a charge card that I use, uh-huh. is that there is no op- there's no real option for you to pay um, the the balance on your on your charge card over time. Whereas on a credit card, you can pay things over with like a like a certain interest rate, right? Like you'll pay 15 or 18 percent over the next three six months um, mm-hmm. on the remaining balance. But charge card because uh, the interest rate is so high, the idea is that you're paying it off right away. And Derek, I think you're right when you say that you're using it like a charge card. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it's yeah. different. It's different. But I, 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 I think the, the difference. So, so I think the difference, Kevin, you're trying to get at is that when the statement, uh, the balance is due, and I think yeah. you're kind of right in that, like, there's no grace period of like seven to fourteen days where. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I'm saying I don't even use that grace period. No, no. So even if you don't use that grace period, mm-hmm. if you go past that grace period on a charge card, you get all the interest. It's not like. It's not like you have. So basically, I think another way to put it to just simplify it is that yeah. like instead of there being a pay by due date of like something a little bit beyond the end of the yeah. month, it's um, literally the first of the month, and then you just gotta has, continue to check be, that. You, like you shouldn't have a bill; it should just be zero. Oh, okay. Like your accounts all should be zeroed out by the end of the month. Oh, I see. Like before. But the way they notify you is very similar to how they would notify your normal account, right? I'm yeah. paperless, but I feel like it's 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 about the same. It. it this is like I think I, this is where I agree with you. Like when I use it, it seems like it's about the same yeah. when I when I pay for it. Okay. Well, anyways, yeah, it's just going back to kind of the the broader scope of yeah, this is right. this idea that like credit cards are kind of like Pokemon cards or something. I don't know. <laughs> there there's specific cards that you should use for specific things, and yeah. I I didn't do that. I thought a credit card was just like the paperless cash, like the way right. that like, instead of like carrying cash around, you just use a credit card for everything. Mm-hmm. But um. Then there's this new idea of like there's certain cards that are really good for travel and they like get you into like these VIP lounges, which I was always interested in. I was like, how do people get into these lounges and like you know drink martinis before their flights and like get free breakfast and cereal? Yeah. And and so this is like the way to do it, really. Yeah. Like no one actually pays for it. Like at least for us, or like anyone in the credit card community, no one really pays for any of it. And you'll just churn cards. So churning is just when you like get a new card. And you repeat that process. Yeah, yeah, and you get rid of the old card. You don't get rid of it. You don't ever cancel a card or close a card. Mm -hmm. You kind of just put it to the side. Or you can downgrade the card. But, like, the one that Andrew and I have been, like, debating on, right? So this is what we we kind of want to focus most of the episode on, just because people can kind of see, like, the kind of benefits you can get from a credit card. Uh So the one we've been debating on was the Amex Plat card. So it's one of the highest end uh, Amex card, like cards. It's uh, it's a travel card, uh-huh. and the amount of benefits. Well, based on the website, I think they advertise like sixteen hundred dollars worth of benefit or like a value after yeah. the first year. So there's like multiple ways you can get that the value, right? So one one portion is because of the sign-on bonus. Mm-hmm. 
So every, well not every card, but most cards will come with like a sign-on bonus. Mm -hmm. And then with the Amex Plat, it comes with 100,000 sign-on bonus. And sometimes they go above that. Sometimes it goes to like 125 or 150. Mm -hmm. And usually that's valued at like, um, for Amex, I think it's 100 to $1. Is, it that, is that the same as Chase? So exactly. you like divide everything by, yeah, like by you move two zeros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so 100,000 is about a thousand US dollar. Yeah, value. yeah. So then, but then, when you use it in certain ways, that could be worth like $2,000 or even more, depending on like how you use it, right? So those points are really valuable because, for example, I talked to, I don't know if I talked to you about this too, but I talked to Derek about this, about Chase. So you can use 100,000 Chase points, which is $1,000, mm -hmm. and you can fly to Japan first class <laughs> for free, like round trip. Well, it's not free, but it's a yeah, thousand yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. yeah a thousand <laughs> points, a thousand points. But, but right. the equivalent... Cash you, value. Yeah, equivalent right. cash value if you bought the ticket yourself is 20K. Yeah. So wow. it was like a 20 so, to 1 value. Yeah, so that's right? crazy. So like there's certain things that you can do that with points, right? So this, the, the So value, when you say that, like you have to book that through the Chase Ultimate Rewards, like booking site? No, so usually that's the worst way to use your points. Ooh, yeah. usually. I think with Amex is a little bit better. Mm -hmm. like it's not that much portal. better. I think for the yeah. most part, you're you still having to transfer. Yeah. Also, yeah. oh, I take my points and I transfer it to like mm -hmm. my Sky Miles or something. Yeah. So usually the best partners are like United, Singapore, UAL, all those like airlines. And you use transfer between airlines and then you end up with like multiplier, like a very high multiplier just because you're transferring points. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But the points transfer one on one. You just need a card that allows you to transfer. So, 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 I just want to clarify. So, for if you look at specific credit cards, I'm sure Chase is a bit different, but Amex partners with specific airlines, right. and mm -hmm. during certain parts of the year, you can transfer your Amex points for um, like like multiplier of like twenty percent, forty percent, and so you're technically getting like forty percent more value if you transfer it during that period. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I think a lot of people actually get most of their their value. They're yeah, banging for their buck because um, if you're trying to travel, um, I don't know, let's just say you're traveling to South Africa every year, um, and there's happens to be like a British Airways flight that um, um, that goes there regularly from where you live. Um, if Amex partners with British Airways and gives like a thirty percent increase, which they do regularly. Uh -huh. uh, you're getting things basically for what uh, almost 25% off, right? Yeah. So yeah. more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty. When do you when do you find out about that? Like when they do have those like transfer periods where it's higher value. I think it usually shows in the app. I, Andrew knows probably better because he. Yeah. So like they they sometimes will give notifications by email if you're a card holder. But mm -hmm. I think what's most if you're not a card holder yet and you're trying to determine whether or not you want to join, it's first to see if the. Uh, credit card company has the specific partners yes. uh, airlines that you want to fly with mm -hmm. and then um, see historical data because there's a lot of people a lot of websites out there where I'm sure Kevin and I both learn from where mm -hmm. people talk about like best credit cards and best travel yeah. credit cards yeah so it's like extremely OP right? oh wow yeah that I didn't I didn't even know that yeah so that's yeah. something I learned yeah I, I think another thing that we didn't uh, talk about yet is like memberships. So some mm. credit cards give you um, elevated memberships for like hotel chains and also airlines. So for example, the Amex Plat gives you um, 
Hilton Gold, Marriott Gold, and I think Radisson Gold um, tier levels as members. Mm -hmm. And so that means late checkouts, free upgrades, um, free access to their um, lounges. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know they had lounges. Did yeah. you guys do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the hotels have, have lounges. Yeah, hotels no. have lounges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the airport. Well, are you talking yeah, about like hotels airport. have lounges at airports? No, no, no. Like hotels have lounges inside the hotels. Oh, I knew yeah. that. Like, 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 no, like, like elite lounges. level lounges. Oh, no, yeah, I did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. I didn't know that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the the most OP thing, uh huh, the free upgrades. So it's not well the free upgrades. Yeah, hundred percent. You can book like a normal room and they get. Sweet. But I think with Hilton Gold, you get a free night as well, right? I don't think so, but I might be wrong. Yeah, because I think there's a reason I was trying to get Hilton Gold. I never really talked about this. Yeah. yeah. So your fifth night's actually free. So you only had to book okay. four. Okay. So you had to book four. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I can see that being a thing. Yeah. So like, there's certain things about the the memberships that are just like really nice. Uh huh. Because then it just like decreases costs like everywhere. So you can have like this extravagant, like trip. Uh huh. But you're paying like budget prices. Right, right, right. Like Andrew, I think you went to where was it? Toronto, and you got yeah. upgraded, right? Uh, it wasn't in Toronto. It was in um, Montreal. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, you paid for probably for like a normal room, and then you got boosted up. Yeah. So actually, that was a little different. So I actually inefficiently spent. I used Amex's travel um, portal, tr portal, and they have specific collections of hotels where they'll give like uh, like two hundred dollar room credit along with like a free upgrades and a maybe an additional night for free. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I guess for. I also want to move into talking about like the cons because we've been really drilling like the pros and getting. Wait, can we just can we just can we just talk about one more pro? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one more. Oh, the one more pro that I think is actually really important or kind of where people value is the lounge access. Mm. Ooh, uh, yeah, airport lounge access yeah, yeah. specifically. Um, and lots of times you need to be like a frequent flyer at like a specific airline to access a lounge, but uh -huh. with a lot of these um, upper tier uh, credit cards, you can get access without having any of that all of them yeah. yeah and it's not just a single airline yeah yeah i think a lot of the travel cards also make your your airport experience just a lot better so like with the amex plat and even like the trace reserve they give you tsa pre-check slash global entry uh-huh so that just makes it so you get through the lines super quick like in new york oh my gosh guys i don't know if you guys know this tsa pre-check is actually broken in new york <laughs> i got through the line in like two minutes whoa <laughs> but yeah, it's like almost as fast as clear. So clear, actually, that's one of the bonuses. Of that's the eye thing, right? Or the... Like the fingerprint. Oh, fingerprint. <laughs> fingerprint and eye. No, you're right. You're oh, right. okay. Yeah. So like the clear thing, you just scan your fingerprint and everything, and then like they get all your information for you, and you're just like done. Uh-huh. And you go through it, right? And then the only thing you have to deal with is like through the... Go through, going through the... Uh, like the, the scanners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's it. And you're done. And then you get to go to like a nice lounge, right? So like the whole experience <laughs> of traveling is just a lot nicer. It's just a lot more, yeah. yeah. And it's like luxury at like, at the expense of almost nothing. At the expense just, of nothing, yeah. You're just opening a card and ideally you're spending what you normally yeah. spend. So that, that's when we get into the cons, right? So you kind of mentioned, it really depends on how you spend money for uh -huh. most of these cards. Because that's how they get you is with these like insane interest rates. Yeah. Right? Well, the insane interest rates and also like, Inefficient, spend ineffic inefficient spending. Yeah. Right, because, like for example, like the Amex Plat, 
that has a seven hundred dollar fee, right? Uh-huh. And if you're not utilizing all of the features of the card, uh-huh. you're not gonna be able to like make that money back mm-hmm. in the card. Totally. Because it's like definitely some of the the categories are pretty difficult to get the the like fee out of. Like for like the things that we've been mentioning is like pretty easy, right? So global entry, that's like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So you can get that for free, and then. Um, is that a hundred dollars annually, like for global entry and stuff? Yeah, I, for, I think so it's, one, it's like hundred dollars for four years. Yeah, okay, yeah, hundred fifty or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's like completely free, so it's waived off. Uh, that's an easy one to use, uh, like streaming lounge credits. Access. Lounge access is easy. You just have to travel, right? So yeah. like, there's a, l- a little bit of a requirement, like you have to travel. Yeah. So, it, but I mean, like generally, we people travel at least right. once or twice. Yeah. A year. So it depends on you, right, as a person. But then like once we get down to like nitty gritty stuff, right? So this is when my Amex becomes a little bit less desirable for me. Mm-hmm. And this is why we had a debate about it. So like Amex has the $200 airline credit, airline fee credit. So like to be specific, it only works on airline fees. It's like checking your bags. Oh, uh, like buying that's when stuff you can apply it. So they'll pay yeah. $200 up to, like yeah. up to $200 yeah. for those fees. Yeah. So I just want to say there's a separate thing for travel. Yeah. That is the airline fee credit, and yeah. it's also travel credit. Yeah. Yearly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But the travel credit is like significantly smaller. It's, it's like 150 100? or 200. No, it's something like small. that. It's not like 100. So they'll pay you 100 bucks to go travel, basically? Yeah. Well, or it's statement credit. So basically, yeah, whatever you already pay, they will right. um, let you decrease from uh, on your statement. Yeah. So, like, what you happens? You have to activate that yourself? Uh, so certain things in Amex you have to activate. So that's the things that people don't like about Amex because yeah. like, you have to activate these offers. Whereas like when you're using the chase cards, mm-hmm. then you just like, you swipe it, it falls in that category. They'll do it. They'll remove it for you. Yeah. So like you don't have to t- touch anything, right? So, but then the chase card is definitely harder to like hit the 550, like the cost of the card. Mm-hmm. So then, so the other things of Amex, they give you like Uber credit. So you're like, oh, Uber credit is nice, right? They give you 120 a year. Right, 120? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 120 a year, right? No, no, more than that. 150? It's 15, 15, 15, and then 20, right? Space, just say $15 a month. <laughs> okay, $15 a month. <laughs> but they give you that credit. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, that's nice. But then, or they take, okay, they advertise as 100 and something, $180 a year. A year. Uh-huh. But then they're giving you $15 a month. And uh-huh. anything you spend over $15, they don't credit back. And then, oh, so it's and, not given to you for the whole yeah, year. Yeah, it's not given for the whole year. And if you don't spend that fifteen dollars, you lose it. You lose it. Oh, so it doesn't stack. Yeah, it doesn't stack. Dude, you just get one meal. It's not that hard. Kevin, you make yeah. it sound like it's like <laughs> no, but it's kind of. Oh, you can use an Uber Eats. You can use yeah, Uber yeah, yeah. Eats. Anything oh, Uber yeah. related. Yeah. But then that's like the annoying part, right? Yeah. Then like a meal on Uber Eats is not fifteen dollars. I mean, let's be honest. You're not getting the Amex Plaid card to get fifteen dollars off a month. On Uber Eats, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's part if, of the if that's your make or break, we got some conversations to have because yeah, that's true. But that's part of like the the yearly fee, right? Mm-hmm, sure. Like it's included in the fee, and like you're expected to use it, right? And then like for some, like they're not gonna be ordering Uber Eats all the time, uh-huh. or they're not taking Ubers all the time, right? So for them, it's yeah. like a lifestyle change that they're gonna have to force on themselves, right? And then yeah. they're paying more. Anyways. Yeah, they're paying more anyways. Whereas like for some, like our Andrew who lives in like Vancouver, he usually like ordered <laughs> out anyways. Like, no, cause this is like really, cause the like, Amex Platinum card is very geared towards like younger people who live in the city. 
Because then, the, I mean, like, you just think about this, the credits, right? Yeah. Uber credits. Streaming credits. Streaming credits. And, okay, even, oh my gosh, when we get Equinox. to the streaming credits. Equinox? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, what's Equinox? Equinox is a fancy gym. It's like a techie, like, techie, super high-level, like, club. Yeah. Gym, gym. Gym. It's a club. Gym, gym. club. <laughs> gym club. Like a gym club. Like, you know, like, hey. uh, it's like it's LA luxury. It's like luxury. So this gives you access to that? No. No, 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 no. It's like, it's subsidized by a little. It subsidizes it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. So it pays was, a little but, bit off. But that, that shows, that shows you who they expect their average customer to be, right? Right. Like they're right. adding, so I think one way to think about this when we're talking about whether it's going to be utilized or not is think about who MX expects their average platinum card member to be, right? Right. And if you look at the benefits, they're trying to gear their benefits towards people that are using that way anyways. Right, right, right. So this is to Kevin's points, like towards people who live in the city that are younger, that are doing yeah. a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for someone like that, it's like makes total total sense because right. you're spending the money anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So then, uh, but we didn't, we did, we didn't talk about the the biggest problem, the biggest con about point systems. Oh, the devaluation. Yeah. Ooh, what's that? So there has been. Okay, so this is why a lot of people don't go with like the smaller brands. So that's why you only hear about like Chase and Amex, right? Uh huh. Because the smaller brands, they have the tendency of like devaluing their points. So like, you know how like we're saying like, oh, points are worth one to one. Actually, that's not actually true all the time. Whereas like Amex, like to cash value, Amex points is like worth one to 0.8 technically. Yeah. Whereas like when you do it for travel, it's like one to one or one to two or uh-huh. whatever. Because oh, technically all of this is cash back. You can use this as cash to pay off if your you next bill. Right? Yeah, statement right. credits. Yeah. yeah, right. But like Amex and uh, Chase has like a tendency to like actually keep their point value. The same. The same. Uh-huh. Whereas like other companies, they tend to like devalue their points over time. Because mm-hmm. like it, the point system actually costs a lot for the company. To maintain. Because yeah. like you're like, where is this money coming from? It's coming from them. <laughs> like this money is all coming from them. <laughs> Yeah, right. Whereas like we're just like benefiting off of it, right? Uh huh. So their hopes is that they're they're gonna get more people that don't know how to use the system, uh huh, and then use the points ineffectively, and then like devalue themselves, uh-huh. and then overpay, you know? Well, I think that's a great segue that we should put a disclaimer that Andrew, Kevin, and Derek, we don't. <laughs> this is not like professional advice. Um, and we're just kind of sharing our opinions of what yeah. we're learning and we encourage you to do more research before kind of stepping into this realm. Right. So going further into that, a lot of the times like people are scared that the points are going to get devalued quickly, right? So then people just like, usually there's like a whole separate group of people in the credit card churning community that only do cash back cards. Yeah. So they oh. can like pull out money right away. Costco. Yeah. A Costco card or like the city cash back card because mm-hmm. that's 2% back on everything and they can they can ensure that's always 2% uh-huh. so stuff like that whereas like for there's another community where they're focused on travel right. like they're only gonna use their points for travel like their day-to-day they don't need cash and then like whatever right? Uh-huh. right so they're using all their points to transfer and get uh, travel points back and then even with that the travel side is seen as more risky, right? Because then there's always chances where partnerships fall through, right? So Andrew mentioned like a lot of airlines having partnerships with certain companies. Mm-hmm. Those partnerships can fall through anytime. Right. Like one of the biggest controversies recently 
Ooh. was Amazon actually. Amazon and Chase. So Amazon and Chase, they were about to break up the relationship. Because <laughs> Amazon was like, you know, we made this deal in 2011 when we were a lot smaller. Ooh. Like the Chase, so you know the Chase card, the Chase you can Amazon buy stuff card? off Amazon. Yeah, yeah. 5% back on everything yes. on Amazon. Yeah. Chase got so many customers because of that card, right? So, and it also gives you like the Prime membership. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's Prime membership and the Chase card. How much is that? The Chase Prime, uh, this is the Amazon Prime card. Oh. We're partnering with Chase. Yeah. This is the Amazon Prime card. But like your base, the, the annual fees including the, the cost of the Prime membership anyways. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, because of that card, Chase got so much business, right? Uh -huh. And then Amazon was like flexing themselves this year. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, we can like pick anyone so instead like, of you. Yeah, instead of you. This, right? So there, there was like a huge bidding war on who can get Amazon's like main card. That'd be OP. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then Chase had to bid it up like crazy to get it back. Oh, yeah. So they kept it. They, they ended up keeping it. It just got finalized recently. Damn. But it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in credit card. The big thing with Costco too. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but back oh, in the Costco day, Amex back in the day. Yeah, we, we were. I think Costco was the Amex partner. And it then, was. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it just cost them too much money, and so they said, "Screw it, we're leaving." Yeah, that the was Costco, controversial too. Yeah, Costco was like, "City's gonna offer a better deal." Mm -hmm. And then Amex didn't win. Yeah. So like partnerships like that, they blow up all the time. So that's like that's why it's risky sometimes to do points. I see it. So I guess when you guys have a question for, for me, like because all of my points right now are just sitting in my Chase account, mm -hmm. like should I like routinely try to transfer them out or no? Should I only transfer them out when I'm like considering traveling within like the next couple yeah. months? So I would only transfer points to partners when... You're kind of sure which partner you would use yes, exactly. and all that stuff. Like, no, no, you're 100% sure. Oh, okay, yeah. Because partners devalue points way more often than banks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like way more often. Okay. Oftentimes you'll see if you go like the airline websites, they'll uh -huh. have like a separate amount for miles used versus dollar amount. And sometimes that will change drastically over like three month period. Yeah. Cause they're trying to fit their profit margin. Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes it's like, oh, we have a lot of empty seats. Let's just have people who have miles to use them. Right? Yeah, so it's cheaper. Right. right? But yeah. sometimes it's very booked and then they're like, okay, it's actually more close to one to one. For yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ooh, I see. I see. Yeah. So, so just keep them there until you're like, I'm traveling. Yeah. Through. Especially like with highly accredited banks like Chase and Amex, like you can leave it there. Whereas like when you go work with like, even Amex recently, they devalued their Charles Schwab card. Did you hear about that? I'm not familiar with any of the US products. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there's an Amex plat version of the Charles Schwab card. Uh -huh. I thought this card was amazing because <laughs> this card, you can, so it's connected to your investment account, right? Uh -huh. But you have to be from Charles Schwab? You, I mean, you have to be able to transfer it to Charles Schwab. So you okay. have to use Charles you Schwab have have as like your broker. Yeah. yeah. But then you can transfer all your points to Charles Schwab at 1.25. Wow. Wait, is that dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Cents, 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 cents. 1.25 cents to, or each point is worth 1.25 cents. That's really so good. 25% like more. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dollar amount. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like instead of one on one, is one to 1.25. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's really it's good. Broken. <laughs> oh, so good. And then I think Charles Schwab is like, this costing so much money, so we gotta like cut it off. So the card. It's probably like, up to a limit, though, right? It's probably up to a limit. 
No, there was no limit. <laughs> no, there has to no. be. Kevin, there's no way, dude. No, people were. There's people not. Were, there's no way. Money. No, people were using the card like. If it's crazy. a charge card, if it's a charge card, people could be putting like, like yeah. I don't even know, like maybe card purchases on it. Yeah. I don't know how you would be able to do it, but I'm sure there'd be a you way. Get the credit limit high enough? Yeah. No, I mean if it's a charge card, if it's a plaque card, it's it's there's oh, no there's no limit. There's yeah. no oh, that's limit. The, it's oh, a charge, charge card. Yeah. No, there's gotta be a limit, bro. Like, dude, the... oh, there wasn't. So like, I know some Can financial YouTubers on my card. So they were just transferring points. I mean, like the points is one. Uh huh. You only get one point for for each dollar. For a dollar, right? right. But, but now yeah, it's yeah. one to one point two five because if you transfer it to a charge, yeah. Spot, so then look, you can invest that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So a lot of people were doing that. It was like an infant, like they're just doing, they're just feeding money into the Charles Schwab. And then they had to like cut that program off. I think it's just costing them too much money. Oh, so that no longer exists? Yeah, or no did they bump it down to like 1.1? 1. 1. And they dropped the, I think they dropped it. Dropped it to, I think it's, it is 1.1 1. 1. 1. now. So it's still, still pretty good. good. <laughs> That's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think the last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up is credit score impact. Because yes, I think when we talk about credit churning, yeah, we, we talk about, we, we have to like keep it in context of credit scores and how it impacts it, right? Mm-hmm. So in terms of people, this is like a misnomer, but people will think every time they apply for a credit card mm-hmm. that they're going to get something lower called score. a, well, you are going to get a lower score. That's hundred mm-hmm. percent, but it's because they think they're going to get like, so the credit companies, they always have to do a credit check, right? What happens during a credit check is they're going to go in and pull your credit. And then certain polls actually are harmful to your credit more so than others. So most credit card companies nowadays, they use a soft pull method. Soft pulls don't hurt your credit card or your credit uh, score that much at all. Uh-huh. Or even, I don't think it hurts it at all. And then the only thing that actually hurts your credit score when you're applying for a new credit card is when that card is like added to your credit report. So it looks like you added a new account. So what happens when you add a new account? That means you have a new account that's worth zero years of age. So credit age is a big part of your credit score. Right. So when your credit age is like zero, now you add up everything. And then now since you have a zero in there, it averages out to a lower number. And so your credit age is less. Yeah, exactly. So then when your credit age is less, your credit score tanks a little bit. Oh. But then it usually recovers like within the next few months. Because then like your credit age kind of trashes back up and it's just like, it's not really a huge issue anymore. Huh. And then like the poll goes off your account and it's like whatever. And then eventually in multiple years, this is when like it really is really good. It's like multiple years, now you have a bunch of aged accounts. And now it looks like you you're like your credit score or your credit or your credit score can never be hurt by like anything almost. So it, it like benefits you in the long run. Yeah, in the long run. More cards. Yeah. But early on it's definitely like it's gonna hit. You're gonna feel the hit, I mean, but it's gonna be very minor. Yeah, I think the idea is that if you have a line of credit or uh, you've borrowed and you can you've been able to maintain like paying that off over multiple years, then you look credible as a borrower, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. As a debtor. And so this this comes into play too with like your life stages, right? Like if yeah. you're trying to buy a house soon or exactly you know, you're trying to get a big loan from the bank. Right. Then that's really when credit score matters. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. um yeah, I think one scenario that along this topic that we didn't talk about is if a credit card has like an annual fee mm-hmm. and let's just say it's like $700 with the Amex Plat card. Yeah. And I know it's a charge card, it's not a credit card, but um, you know, closing an account, closing a, a line of credit also hurts your your mm-hmm. um, credit score Ooh. as well. Yeah, right? because it removes the age and it removes the account. 
So now you're you just lost a bunch of age from your. So you don't want to close the the cards you had for a long time. Yeah, never. You want to try to keep never. those. Never, never close credit cards. But but this is why it's difficult, right? Because if you have like seven hundred dollar annual fee each year and you're not utilizing any of it, and you, yeah. you, you then guess what? You're stuck with either you choose paying seven hundred dollars, or you or, take a tank and hit in your chest. Or you downgrade the card. So they generally in most uh, credit card companies. There's a downgrade path. So like for Chase, they will f gladly downgrade your reserve, which is 550, down to like a free card. Mm. And there's like no issue. They're like, they have no issue with it. They'll just let you do it. Same okay. thing with Amex. I think generally they let you downgrade. They're, I don't think you can downgrade your charge cards down to credit cards. And so every, I think the lowest charge card is still the gold card. No, I think there's a green card. That's but it's not, not a charge card. Is it a charge card? <laughs> <laughs> it is a green card, but I don't think it's a charge card. Uh, I think it I'm is a card, though. Or a charge card. But also, the thing I've heard about with Amex is that a lot of restaurants don't take them. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. So, but usually it's just like the people that use Amex are higher end restaurants. And they usually have. They, they, will, they, will, they will take Amex. Oh, I, see, yeah. I mean, I think another thing to think about is also like. Um, is that like it's not extremely difficult if you're thinking about like for example um doing like sometimes the, these cards have a lot of uh points back for travel usage right and yeah so let's just say you spend i don't know let's just say you travel a lot and you spend 15k a year in travel i don't know who does that but let's just say you do uh -huh. then that 15k is probably going to be majority of where you're getting your points from anyways right so it's it's also think about it that way. It's like, what are your spending patterns? How much are you willing to, like how much is your actual spending pattern gonna be reflected in the way that the card is designed? And I think that'll give you a better way of selecting a card Which that you can yeah. yeah. right. yeah. And you can tag along. Like I know like Amex, they give you like, helps you, uh, gets you like two free guests for most lounges. So it's like, oh, yeah. if you yeah. have a buddy that has it, then- so They've actually <laughs> been chilling. talking about getting rid of that though. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. So, so Amex uh, announced that starting next year, you need for their own lounges, the Centurion lounges, which are like really nice. They're so nice. Um, they yeah, are requiring $75,000 spend before it's you can free. have two guests for free. Yeah. $75,000. <laughs> so like but, basically- but, but there's yeah. a statistic out there. Apparently the average, okay, average, Person who has that card. The average person who has the Amex Plat card makes 400k plus. So, so I was just like, ah, don't, they're not like too worried. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not crazy. It's yeah, not crazy. Yeah. No 75 <laughs> out of 400? No, yeah, they're, they're that's not, fine. They're, they're okay if you can't do it, but like other people will. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But there is a green card. So the green card is downgradable because it is the last charge card. But it is still an annual fee card. It's oh, 150. I see, but yeah. less than seven something. Yeah, for sure. They're so expensive now, dude. I think they were so cheap before. They like the green card, but now it's like 150. That's crazy. Like I think yeah. the what's the gold card now? 250. I think something like that. Yeah, Amex is still a little bit later for me. Like the fees are kind of high. But like for Amex, like the gold card is amazing. If you do your grocery shopping and like your, and you go to restaurants a lot, it's 4X back for all of it. 
Oh, that's really good. And like no one else gives 4x back for that. And and so that's something I'm confused about. Is 4x the same as 1.5, like 4%? Yeah. Yes. Well, why did why did they say it like that? So they say, even on the Chase website, like for yeah. all the travel cards, they use the X. Yeah. And then for all yeah. the like general cards, they use the percentage. percentage. It's because the at least for like Chase and stuff, the the the, po- the X is referring to the points. So uh-huh. three times your spending amount is how many points you get. Uh huh. And then how many points you get is like when you can use it to like transfer. So like to that's travel. how much you're transferring. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. Because because for those travel cards, you can't do cashback on that. You, uh, you can, can. It's just, oh. it's not as, it's not as uh, one to one. It's like yeah, it's not 0.8 yeah. Oh, okay. it's 0.8. In general, it's usually For the travel cards. Yeah. But for the normal cards, it's one to one? No, it's 0.8. Oh, it's also 0.8. Yeah. Yeah. But they say 1.5%, but it's just not actually 1.5. I see. Yeah. Interesting. It's like a lot of like scheming in the back end. Of the wording. I mean, it's, yeah, it's legal, right? It's, yeah. you can't say 4% and it not be 4%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I think all in all, though, like I think as we talk about this, the I think the easiest way to get more info is just to read up because yeah. like, I've done a lot of just reading articles online and people literally make it their job to find the best credit card every yeah. year. So you guys know there's a flow chart. I'm gonna include that flow chart after this episode. Ooh. There's a flow chart on how you should actually get your cards. Yeah, you start yeah. with Chase, right? Yeah, you should start yeah. with Chase. I think you sent me this graphic I before, did. right? Anyways, but yeah, I think to wrap up, I think this is a good, at least hopefully, intro- I know we dived into a lot of the nitty gritty stuff, we but um, really this is to kind of at least introduce this topic of credit training and this concept of getting multiple credit cards because um, growing up, I've always thought adults just have one, maybe two, you know, but, uh, and it was like, why do you need two if you're just going to use one? But there's obviously a lot of benefits and a lot of ways you can incorporate these benefits into your life or if you're already living like the lifestyles that these cards just amplify or help save you money then this is a great way to kind of you know save money and have extra money to invest or do other things that you would like with it and yeah i think as andrew and kevin said the more important part is like to research more about this and to kind of look into that uh, before diving in but definitely putting this on like the to-do list to at least start looking into would be great but yeah Anything else to add before we close out? No. Okay. Well, have a great, you know, hopefully sunny weather, sunshine, rain, or if you like rain, I don't know. Just have a great day. We'll see you guys on the next episode. See ya.